What's up, world? And welcome back to the Vibes and Stuff Podcast, where hip-hop heads discuss hip-hop topics. On today's episode, we will be discussing what artists we would like to see a documentary or a biopic movie made about. We'll also touch briefly on the latest footage from the Jill Scott concert that's causing quite a stir. Then we'll dive into part one of our greatest hip-hop love song bracket. Then we'll dive into our overrated, underrated segment and share what we've been bumping for the week and also preview some upcoming topics. So kick back and please enjoy the show. Yo, yo. What's happening? This is uh, Leon Phelps, <laughs> WBT Records. I understand that you all are going to be doing love. I felt like it would only be appropriate that the latest man make an appearance. <laughs> of course, man. Of course. None other. <laughs> I got my Cavassier right here. Oh, man. <laughs> got the Cavassier and everything out, man. <laughs> <laughs> I feel honored. <laughs> What's good, man? Oh man, same old, same old, man. Just, just, uh, just, just, just in the daily grind, man. You know, it's, that's why I do the podcast, man. It's, 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 it's my only, um, it's my only guilty pleasure, I guess you could say. Well, it's a healthy one. Yeah, it is. It is. There's a lot worse things I could be doing. Trust. Yes, me. indeed. Keeps your <laughs> keeps your liver fresh. Uh, kind of. <laughs> this this week's podcast is also sponsored by uh, uh, unnamed bourbon. <laughs> well, you know, that'll it's, happen. It's, it's not the stolen kind. Though. <laughs> <laughs> it is still from my boy, man. You know what they say, man. Behind <laughs> behind every successful white man is a black man he stole his ideas from. <laughs> Believe that. <laughs> Oh man! So yeah, I'm just um, waiting for the uh, usual to uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But um, but man, welcome to the show, yeah, everybody listening, man. I got my co-host Jamil in the house, uh, of course, holding it down as usual. Uh, this week's episode, we'll be doing a uh, another bracket on the greatest hip hop love songs of all time. Once I once I started doing some digging, at first I actually was having a hard time finding songs i felt qualified but once i did some digging man i actually had got quite a few so i'm definitely going to give props to the ones that just missed the cut and um you know if, if y'all want to y'all want to throw out any others that y'all felt deserve a mention you know you of course of course you're more than welcome cool yeah we're gonna keep it rolling but uh but other than that man how's the family oh it's all good this way good man good good days at the time you know course of course man i thought uh i thought this was actually a really dope bracket to do i'm, I'm glad you picked it because you know we we talk about you know every aspect of it but I, I like when i started going through this list man and then just a couple of the honorable mentions too i just thought it was really dope that you know you get this different uh side of MCing because it's a part of life that we all experience and you know a lot of times as men we don't necessarily express that this properly or at all really 
So it was kind of dope to be able to get, you know, some top top level lyricists, you know, put the bravado down for a second. And it's like, look, this is, you know, this is for, for my lady and all that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Hip hop gets a lot of, um, you know, it, it gets knocked a lot for being sexist and misogynistic and, you know, just savage and all of that. Like, which, right. which it can be, which it can be. But absolutely, you know, thank God there are MCs out there who know how to, you know, craft a song speaking on love and do it, do it skillfully, do it in a way that evokes emotion, do it in a way that's creative, you know, and that's that's what's kind of helped keep the culture alive and, and push it forward. You know, hip hop can be a lot of things. You know what I mean? But you know, um, enough credit for also being genre that can that can take it there and, and, and talk on love. You know, what I mean? right? And, and do it in a way that pulls in the listener and and, and everything. Real quick side note: uh, just just before we we get a third person to patch in, uh, brief news nugget, man. Did you? <laughs> I, it's the meme is making its way around the internet. Um, the guy who. <laughs> The guy who got arrested for making terroristic threats because he said he was oh, going to yeah. blow up, <laughs> blow up a bat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know the dude actually got charged, man. I thought that, like, maybe when somebody explained something to the authorities that, like, and they didn't find any actual bomb on him, that <laughs> they, they were kind of overlooking, man. But nope. <laughs> That's wild. I didn't even realize that he had gotten arrested. I thought it was, like, you know, suspicion. Right, me too, me too. I, th- I had no idea he actually got arrested and charged. For That's wild. The threat. It's like, it's like, who does that? Who's, who's just going to blow up a bathroom? You know right. what I'm saying? Like, and who's never heard that phrase before? Hey, man, you, you know who's never heard that phrase before? Facts. <laughs> I don't even believe that, though. I, you know, I have a hard time believing that, too, but... They like fart jokes better than anybody. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I don't get it, man. <laughs> like, like, nah, nah, I'm not buying it. Like, I don't get it, man. Uh, y'all, y'all really that behind on the vernacular that uh, y'all thought my man was, was trying to trying to actually <laughs> blow blow up a bathroom, That's right? Like, if I'm that dude's lawyer, <laughs> which he, I'm sure he don't have a lawyer, but after all that went down, I'm sure a lawyer got in touch with him. Yeah, he he didn't look like he had a lawyer. <laughs> nah. Nah, nah, nah. You probably can't spell lawyer, unfortunately. <laughs> right. But uh, give me, give me one quick second here. I'm, I'm um, send out a threatening uh, <laughs> y'all out here. Hold on one second. Right. Well, while we waiting on that, we well, shout out to Jill Scott. Jill Scott. Jill Scott. Why is she? Why was she in the news recently? You didn't. You didn't see it. Huh? Wait a minute. You talking about the performance with the microphone? Oh yeah. <laughs> hey man. Hey man, <laughs> it's appropriate. It's a, it's appropriate for our topic today, but man, I, I want to get fired, man. Yeah, that's that's a fireable offense for sure. <laughs> oh man, I was... what? Well, what I was tripping on though is clutch my pearls, man. Yeah, I was a little. I won't say I was shocked, but it was. I was taken aback. But what what, kind of tripped me out about the whole thing, though, was like just from talking to people, there were people who were really like legit upset and appalled by it. Like, uh, (laughs) like, so you mean to tell me that you haven't listened to any of her music is what you're telling me? 
Like this shouldn't be um, a surprise at all. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. That, it wasn't surprising. I, I was just more I was just more taken back by the the explicitness of the gesturing and like just in case you were unsure what she was doing. It's like she made no mistake to yeah. anybody watching what she was simulating. Right. Um, you know, I was a little taken aback by the by that, but like you know. Beyonce can rap about surfboards and watermelon and you know I'm not you know that shocked that Jill Scott will go there you know what I mean right and it's not a it's not a uncommon uh, performance uh, act I suppose like there have been any number of of, you know singers who've done it yeah but you know Jill Scott I'm not I I was gonna say maybe she has a, a bit of an image to uphold but like maybe not maybe not like I don't, I don't think so, though. I don't ever remember her known for being, like, particularly wholesome. Like, she wasn't known for being raunchy, but she wasn't known for being wholesome either. Right. I don't even know if I would necessarily take it to, to the level of saying that that was raunchy. It was It was certainly adult-themed. <laughs> like, that ain't for the bit. <laughs> that wasn't for the babies. <laughs> no, but, no, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it does definitely fit with some of the persona that she has had especially throughout her music yeah yeah absolutely absolutely and, and like i said like you know she's not nearly as mainstream as 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 a beyonce and no beyonce as of lately has been getting really raunchy with her stuff so yeah you know, it, it's it's not the most super shocking thing in the world but you know it, it, it did kind of it, it, I'll be honest, it threw me for a loop. Like, yeah, it caught me off guard for a second, <laughs> for a second, and then I sat and thought about, it, like, all right, well, yeah, this isn't that shocking, but you know, y'all, uh, I'm like, man, like, uh, okay, you rocking that mic, okay, I, I respect that. Right. Was <laughs> <laughs> was wild though, was apparently, uh, and I don't know how true it was. I just saw the headline, but apparently she was getting like. And you knew this would happen. She's getting like crazy stuff in her inbox now. All of a sudden, crazy stuff like what? Like, 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 just tons and tons of dudes hitting her, her DMs. You know, like, yo, can you know, can you rock the mic or whatever? <laughs> oh boy, shooting, shooting their shots left and right. Oh man, like, 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 yeah, she just gonna hook up with some random, right? You know. What do dudes be thinking, man? But, I don't. I don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but um, I don't know. You know, we got we got two people, and we got my CD. <laughs> we got. <laughs> I mean, the problem with with this particular one, though, I think with you and I, especially, we'll probably be picking the same ones. I don't know how how good that's going to be for the listeners. Yeah, yeah, our, our tastes our tastes are very similar. Yeah, uh, but I do have some I do have some uh, some backup topics just in case. Okay, just in the cut. So um, we'll we'll just tackle one for the time being until someone else packs in. But um, the one thing I wanted to comment on uh, or, or or talk about was biopic. Um, we a Wu Tang biopic. Flash miniseries just got green uh, greenlit for um, I think it's on either Hulu or Netflix. I can't remember which one, but it's supposed to be like a ten episode series about the Wu Tang Clan coming up. What what artist, what hip hop artist would you personally like to see a biopic made about? 
we had a really good one with with of course nwa i think that was the best hip-hop biopic we've seen like of course the tupac one had issues the biggie one had issues right um eminem's wasn't technically a biopic but it was you know based loosely off his life same thing with the 50 cent get rich or die trying movie right um what what artists you think do you think they come up in the game and their um you know basically just life story would make for a good movie for a good a good biopic movie um i think not a particular artist in this case but i would like to see uh one on like raucous records mm. and that way you get a chance to touch you know a, a touchstone in the culture and you really get to see the perspective from several different artists you yeah. know, maybe get a little bit of here and there just to kind of see how all of that came together so so you talking about like a full-on movie or or a documentary i would either one to be honest with you a documentary would be would be dope but i'd be cool with a bio bi- bi- biopic i can't even talk today okay okay yeah bio, yeah i know what you mean yeah yeah i think that would be dope honestly i didn't even think about them um because they were like yeah they were the it label you know yeah. The funny thing about it is, to this day, I really don't even know who was the head of Ruckus. I don't either. You I know, don't either. I heard, I heard it was two Jewish cats. You know, it was in, wasn't a huge surprise, but, you know, from what I've read from, like, artists like LP and most Def, that, like, at some point in time, they got kind of, um, they, they, they saw the marketability of, of independent hip-hop and they tried to cash in on it at one point and become turn into something that they didn't start out as. And you know, a lot of a lot of the artists signed to the label kind of got discontented with that. Like, yeah, they fell into the same things that other labels fall into. Albums getting pushed back, albums getting shelved, forced collaborations. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. forced singles. Like, hey, you got to do a song like this before we put the record out. And you know a lot of artists that were with Ruckus, uh, unfortunately they 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 you know they 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 parted ways and, and it wasn't on good terms. So yeah, that'd be I think that would definitely be dope. I think that would definitely be dope. Like you know as far as documentaries, I, I don't know as far as documentaries, I would like to see I like to see like just the whole like independent you know hip hop movement made have a documentary made about that, not just Ruckus, but yeah. Bro and Def Jux and Eastern Conference and you know all those all those cats man all those those record labels Rhyme Sayers um, yeah they had a good man they probably had a good like seven eight year run where like you know you pretty much went to the same five six labels for your for your underground hip hop and like right but the quality was always there you know what I mean like you know if you had one of those labels you know logos on your cd that was definitely a stamp of quality indeed you know but um but but going back to the biopics so like honestly like i would like to see biopic made about jay-z that would be interesting i like, mean we kind of got that with streets is watching but it was it was very much like the like the get rich or die trying uh eight mile kind of a treatment plus it was like music videos thrown into it yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. That would be interesting though, because he's he's got an interesting story. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely got an interesting story. Like, like 
I don't know if you've seen this documentary called, uh, man, what is it called? I think it's called A Genius Leaves the Hood. Okay. It came out like maybe like two years ago, but it, it is on YouTube. But it's basically just talking about like how Jay-Z came up in the game and, you know, how he would just latch on to people he would learn he, he would learn from. And after he learned everything he could learn from that person, he'd move on to someone else. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> And, um, you know, they weren't really knocking him, but they were just talking about how he was just so different from, you know, any other typical rap artist, you know. And they were talking about, you know, basically where, where the drug money came into play with, you know, funding studio time and paying for producers and all of that. So, you know, I think, I think it would be interesting to see his story told all the way up until, all the way up until Reasonable Doubt. Yeah, like like tell the Jay Z story between like you know age sixteen to like when he put out Reasonable Doubt. Like I think that would make you know for for a pretty interesting movie. Because when I when I think about the Biggie movie, it kind of after he became popular in the movie after he blew up and hooked up with Puff and all of that, like the movie kind of like fell off. Like after he put out his first album, like the movie like kind of like really slowed down, you know. And it was just like okay, now we just basically wait for him to die. <laughs> I got a, I got a true hip hop confession to make. Never seen Notorious. Uh, you're not missing much. Which is why I'm not really worried about it. Yeah. The fact that it plays so much on BET tells me the quality of movie it is. Yeah, yeah, you're not missing much. Like, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's it's. I gotta give him props. So it's one scene. <laughs> If, you, if you're telling the Biggie story, it's one thing you got to get right, and that was that's the that's the '95 Source Awards with Suge. Yeah, yeah, man. As long as you get that scene right, you're okay. And they did they? They at least got that scene right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I remember somebody talking about that. Wasn't uh, the dude that played Slim Charles playing Snoop? Um, was it? Was he? I can't remember. I don't even remember. To be quite honest, I don't even remember Snoop being in it. Oh no, Snoop is 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 key part of that whole thing. That Source Awards situation. No, he was. He was. I'm just saying I don't remember him in, in the story. Oh. I mean, not to say he wasn't in there. It, it's been a while since I, I've actually seen it, but like, um, I, I don't recall Slim Charles being in it. I mean, okay. it was like, you know, props to them. That's that's pretty good casting. Right. You know, I, I can't. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't complain on that. Nah, not at all. Yeah, but um, another um, another thing I did want to say about the Wu Tang biopic, I, I just hope it, 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 I feel it's one of those things that it could either go like really, really right or really, really wrong. Yeah, because it's like you're, you're telling the story of nine guys, and, you know, they, they they came up in the early '90s, you know, in New York. And, you know, their story is pretty well known. Like, if you're going to do a biopic about them, you know, tell me something I don't know about the Wu-Tang. You know what I mean? Like, I, I know about their theology. I know about the Kung Fu movie influence. But, like, you know, I know most of them used to be into that street life. Um, but tell me something I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, that would be right. Like shocking, to, not shocking, but just something I I really didn't know before. Like one of the reasons the the Temptations movie was was so well received was because they really like 
they really like let you into the group and into the dynamics of the group and you know who was beefing with who and how David Ruffin was acting up like to me that that makes for a, for a good sport you know just yeah. tell us you don't already know what up what up uh, we, like, we had a, a what's up <laughs> let me let me read <laughs> alright Jerome you there yeah I'm here yeah, yeah somebody man I'm gonna try to get in for like two or three times already Oh, rip! Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, man, anchor man, it's it's it's, it's really been bugging, man. It's really been bugging. <laughs> yeah, I tried to get in like two or three times. And I wait, I waited for a minute, like for ten minutes, and then let me in. And just kicked me out. Shoot. Okay. I bet everybody else having the same issue. Yeah, nobody else hit me up. Usually, usually they'll say so. Um, right. You know, Reggie just said he he still he's still at work. So, but we got our three. We got our three. So. We we, we, we we gonna try to we gonna try to get the show on the road and um oh real quick Jerome man what was going on with your um with your podcast oh yeah I'm still doing it I'm doing it in section um I'm actually using my uh, one of my guys little he got like a little small studio so we recording it that way and then we put it on uh, on anchor but we need uh we had we had eight people doing eight episodes. Oh wow! But only um, we only did five interviews yet, so we waited for the next three, so we could just put them all out there at once. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it's it's pretty good, man. We got uh like some local talents from Atlanta, uh, Detroit, Chicago. They we kind of kind of put their music out there. No matter if they producer, rapper, singer. Uh, put their music out there. We also play other music. They go along with their with their music, like other famous artists that's already made it. And then some other some some episode we just talk about like uh, what's going on in the world, just like this. Same thing, what's going on in the world and stuff like that. We also got like um, some poets on there too. You know, promoted a little uh, open mic night or stuff like that. Or we got some local artists like graffiti artists too. Um, that's that's yeah, dope. so we, we interview them, tell them how the world of graffiti in is, and why is it like it's almost lost art? Kind of, what can they do to bring it back? So we got we got multiple things um, going on. So right now we're trying to get all eight. It's just not me. It's one of the other. It's not just me. It's one of my uh, other DJ friends doing it too. Okay, okay. We both get it together and. Uh, also, I wanted to see if we could, uh, since we don't play the music here, I'm also going to have a little segment uh, with y'all. We're going to try to record an episode that we had in the past and stuff uh, and play some of the music that we mentioned, too. And uh, okay. I'm also going to have a um, kind of a, a, a debate or a 90. Hello, hello. It was getting good. Oh, man. Let me try to reconnect. Anchor is definitely wilder. Man, just knock me out again, man. Yeah, that is weird, man. That is weird. <laughs> you just just getting to the point too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I left off it. <laughs> you was talking about uh, doing a debate. Oh yeah. So, since y'all think that Fairmont, you know, everybody. I mean, even though I think Fairmont is y'all, you know, is a, is a is y'all top five lyricists, but I think Hell's Eye is better. So I try to. I'm trying to coexist both shows together. So oh, man, I would, top, I, I get y'all top three Fairmont songs. I get my top three L's out song, and we have the public list to both of them back to back, okay. and let the public choose. 
But I'm, I'm trying to see how that how, how that's gonna work out with both shows and stuff. That's like later on in the future. Oh, that's easy. That's, there's an easy way to do that. I think y'all should do a bracket. Like, I mean, y'all gonna do a bracket. You know what I mean? Oh, oh like a lyricist bracket? Yeah. Or something like that. Or y'all choose y'all best three. Do a Feral Mots bracket. You know what I mean? Choose the top ten Feral Mots songs against each other and y'all just do it that way or something like that. I don't know. I'm, I'm still trying to figure that out. They, they gotta go with y'all thing, man. I like, I like El, I like El Zai, but he... A lot. He got to get his his weight up before he get he get he get. I think he can box a fair roll. You think so? I don't think so, man. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I think I think even Elzai thinks that. <laughs> I, I, I think Elzai underestimated himself. <laughs> That's what I, think so. I mean, I mean, he nasty with it. I don't know. I don't know a hundred percent if he's the number one coming out of his city. Mm. Who would you say that? Who would you say? Number one, right I'm, now. I'm not. I'm not saying that he isn't. I'm just saying I would have to think about it. Like it's not cut and dry like that. Well, I okay, say, I can with that because yeah, I mean, I can, he, I, 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 he, he repped the same city as Marshall. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I think L's eyes besides besides Black Thought and besides Eminem, L's eyes can hold his way against anybody. That's the only two people I don't think he can hold his way against Black Thought and Eminem. Fair enough. I mean, he's he's dope. And, and Feral Munch, I'm sorry, man. I, Feral Munch, man, his catalog is just man. Just 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 check the catalog. But, 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 no, no, no. But that's that's what makes it good, though, man. That's yeah. that's what makes it good. That's what makes it good. I mean, you believe one way. I, I just let I would let the public decide. People don't know about those. I like people know about Feral Munch, but it, it helped them bring out both artists and their skills and stuff like that too, man. I'm just gonna yeah. try to work with y'all on that too, but man, we got we got a whole bunch of stuff going on, man. We just gotta get the last three people to to do the podcast. Yeah. So that's dope. Yeah, but that's what's up, man. The the vibes and stuff, family treat to hear that. Like, <laughs> right. But but we gonna go right ahead. We gonna dive into this bracket, man. It's just greatest hip hop love song. I already gave my little preamble about you know hip hop and love and how it's the it's an often overlooked topic in hip hop, but there are some great, great joints out there. Uh, but first, let me just give props to a few songs that did not make the cut for the bracket. Um, Pete Rock and CL Smooth, uh, featuring Vinnie Mojica, uh, Mind Blowing, mm. uh, Fantasy, uh, Mariah Carey and ODB. I felt it did make the cut because it wasn't, it, number one, it wasn't an original song, it was a remix, and it's more singing on it than actual rapping. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, Rizzas, uh, my loving is Digi. It's a personal favorite of mine, but you know I got quirky taste, so you know I, I don't think it was really gonna hold up against these other songs. Biggie Smalls, me and my B. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> couldn't really go that one on there. And I got uh, also got Selfish by Slum Village, uh, Renee by The Lost Boys. Mahogany by Eric B and Rakim. Yep. And Snoop featuring Pharrell Beautiful. <laughs> so props to all those songs. They deserve a mention. Uh, For sure. you know they did cut on the on the actual bracket. But man, we're gonna dive right into it, man, since we got three people. Hopefully your connection uh uh stays together. It just went out on me twice. <laughs> other, 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 otherwise we might have to do a recast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But diving right into it, man. For the first 
one seed against eight seed. We got LL Cool J's I Need Love going up against Positive K. I got a man. So who y'all got? I, need- I was really... Go ahead. My fault. Go ahead, My fault. I'll go, 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 Jermaine. You can I was going to say, I was really hoping it was going to be a different different one going up against LL. Um, I'm going to go with I Need Love off this one. I mean, Positive K, I got a man was... It was all right. <laughs> it was like it was cool, it was cool, but LL stuff was more John Blaze than that. It was more John Blaze. All right, my bad. Uh, I'll say LL Cool J too because you know I I need love is basically a hit. It still plays on the radio and people always sing along with that song, man. So that's why I would go with um, LL. I, I'm just going positive, K man. I, I got a man. It's all about persistence, man. It's all about persistence. Until she said something he didn't like, though. Yeah, that was true. That was true. <laughs> when he had to come up off that bread, he was like, well, keep your man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, Positive K told it like it was, man. I I, I, got, I can't throw on this song. But the people have spoken. LL Cool J advances. Um, you know, I Need Love is... is quintessential hip-hop love joint man like you know i think it's a little sappy but that's just me that's why i'm, I'm glad you said that because i think this one kind of caught a favorable matchup because i actually think that song is pretty corny yeah and there was some song there were some eight seeds that could have beat it it just didn't happen to catch the right one in my opinion you yeah 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 i'd agree with that i'd agree with that mm-hmm. But but moving right on, man. This next one is, is kind of interesting. We got four versus five. We got Pharrell Munch, The Light versus Victor Vaughn. Let me watch. Uh, um, I don't want to say no bias stuff, though, man. I got to go with Pharrell Munch. I, I wasn't really... Uh, I, I'm not really familiar with... Um, Oh, dude, I'm not really familiar. Uh, I'm not really familiar. I think I only heard like one or two tracks of his. But I off so much, so I, I got to go with Pharrell Munch. <laughs> okay, okay. Jamil, who you got, man? I'm going with the light on this one. Uh, they were both good songs. That that let me watch. What was so dope about that one was where the title came from. It was basically one line toward the end of it. It was almost a throwaway line. Yeah, yeah. That was dope, but... Um, something I found a little bit troubling would let me watch. I'm like, yo, is she is she like a teenager? Um, I mean, she might have been, but like, I got the impression of when he was telling the story, he was a teenager too. Maybe, but why would he have been able to be out so late and she couldn't? I don't know, but I have to listen to it again and and figure that one out. But that, I think that might have been what gave the the light the edge. <laughs> yeah. But they the both are dope songs. Like, The Light is amazing. Yeah, The Light is amazing track. I was just going to go with Victor Vaughn's Let Me Watch. That was going to be my vote just because it's such a quirky song. You know, it it's, is. It's MF Doom, man. It's like, it, and the way he tells a story, it's like where he's talking to the chick and they liking each other and they making plans to hook up later. And it's like, we've all been there before where it's like, you think you about the Mac down and shit you've really been scheming on, and then you get over it confident, overexcited, and you just say something. 
Mess it up. Shouldn't say that just repels her. And it's like, oh crap, man, why didn't I just keep my mouth shut? And like, that's basically the plot of the story, how he just screws himself over at the end. And I just thought it was a dope story. But the Delight by Pharaoh is a incredible song. So it advances two to one. Uh y'all the people have spoken. Alright. So next one, man. Number two versus seven. We got the far side passing me by going against reflection eternal love language. Far side. That's tough. I think hold up. This is tough. This is tough. I might have to go with Farside for the upset on this one. Well, Farside was the two seed. Oh, Farside was the two seed. Okay, okay. I gotta go Farside, man. Pass me by. You just can't. Yeah, bro, bro. Them horns alone. <laughs> yeah, passing yeah, me by is is just classic material, man. All right, Jerome, who you got? Oh, I said Farside at the beginning. I don't know. Oh, Farside. Yeah, Farside at the beginning. <laughs> okay. Hey, it's unanimous, man. Far side advances. So next up, we got <laughs> we got another far side song. We got we other got fish. <laughs> the other fish versus Bone Thugs featuring Mariah Carey. Breakdown. <laughs> I'm just not a Bone Thugs and Harmony fan, man. I got I got to go for far. Bone Thugs had their period, but I can take this series, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a Mariah Carey song anyway. Right. I'm going I'm going other fish. Yeah, I gotta go other fish. I, I like bone, but it, nobody really re- even remembers that song. It was a good song. Like, but other fish is just more recognizable. Like even the people who aren't like hip hop heads, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's more pure hip hop too than breakdown was. No, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, it's unanimous, man. Other fish advances. All right, so next up in our next quadrant, number one seed, we got Slick Rick, a teenage love, going against Salt and Pepper, What a Man. This is, this is not even fair. <laughs> <laughs> Salt and Pepper couldn't even get out the gate, Jack. <laughs> I think I'm done playing that Salt and Pepper. <laughs> and, they, and they ran into a juggernaut. Yeah, it's teenage love all day long. Yeah, I I, I think it's unanimous, man. I, I had to throw one in for the ladies, man. They, Absolutely. You know, they need their representation too. So, but Jerome, I'm assuming you're going slick, Rick, too. Yeah, I'm slick. All right, yeah. Teenage love advances. So next up, man, we got Pete Rock and CL Smooth. It's a love thing versus another slick Rick song, Mona Lisa. Oof. This is a four or five matchup, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, gotta go Pete on the next one, though. I like though. I like Mona Lisa for Slick Rick, though. I really do like it, but I think I like P Rock's better. It was kind of I don't know, man. That was kind of hard when I looked at the list too. All right, all right. So we got one for P Rock and CL Smooth. What you got, Jamil? This is a tough one too. Um, Real stuff. I have two. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going with the ruler again. I'm going Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa. All right. All right. All right. So, man, 
this is tough for me, man. Like this was this was a difficult one. I could go either way, man. But the very fact that so many artists have redone Mona Lisa, I kind of speak with its credit. So I'm gonna have to go Mona Lisa, and I love that Pete Rock and CL. I was just say yeah, that Pete Rock. Oh, shame! Lynn used to play that all the time. Yeah, man. It's dope. It's dope. But I, I gotta go slick Rick Mona Lisa like that. That whole story, like it didn't even have a hook, but you know, nah. like, you just hanging on every bar, you know, like as he's telling the story, uh, kicking game to this girl, man, like just, just master storytelling, man, master storytelling. So we got, we got Slick Rick squeaking by, man, with Mona Lisa. All right, so next up, we've got Common, two uh, C Common, the Light versus Seven C. Talib Kweli never been in love before. <laughs> uh, I go with another tough one. The light is a uh, is a cut that everybody like, man. Like you play it anywhere. I mean, like I said, I mean, even though Talib Kweli that wasn't that was, that wasn't put out on the radio. Just off the, uh, I'm just going on. Even though I love the light, I think the light is better than Talib Kweli. Personal opinion, but in general, the light is a. Is a classic song that everybody know. You know what I mean? I think yeah, I'm going with the light. I'm with the light. I didn't even have to think about this one. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, "Never Been in Love" kind of caught an unfavorable matchup here. <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a super dope song, and it has you know I got a personal connection to it. Ah. But but aside from that, like <laughs> the light is just a juggernaut, man. There's there's. <laughs> Yeah, you could almost make a case for that winning the whole thing if not for there's one particular song that I don't think I don't think it's touchable. I'll, I'll keep my mouth shut on that one, but if not for that one, the light could probably win the whole thing. Yeah, I do agree with you. I I, I don't know if me and you got the same opinion, but I do see one song that can probably outbeat the light. We we might all be thinking about the same song. <laughs> Uh, it's in the other quadrant, but I we I don't think we've gotten to it yet. No, nah, we haven't. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, we got common the light moving on, man. Man, that Bobby Caldwell sample the way the way Jay Dilla freaked that man was just bro genius. Um, and then when you found out it was for Erica, on top of that, I think that just gave it another level because you actually knew who he was talking to. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, dope song, man. Dope song. All right. So, we got number three seed, most deaf, Miss Fat Booty, going against number six, Drake, the best I ever had. I'm going to say Miss Fat Booty on this one. The storyline is not. It ain't even no competition. It's <laughs> not, not, hard, not hard at all. I can relate to that. This one, this one wasn't hard. I, I kind of had a feeling this would be unanimous with y'all two, or with us three, because, I mean, come on, man. Come on. Like, 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 Drake, Drake, I, I, I don't, I don't really like Drake, but I got to give credit where credit is due. The best I ever had was a dope song. It was. Yes, it was. That ultimately catapulted him into, you know, superstardom. <coughs> and, um, this, you know, it's a, it's a decent track. It's a decent track. I can't front on it. I mean, if you're talking hip hop love songs too, like that, that's the guy you call. Yeah. For sure. He ain't the guy I call. <laughs> like, well, currently, 
Right. His right. whole his whole joint is is all love songs. Yeah, yeah. I I don't even want to call it love songs. It's more just emo, man. Like I agree. Like you got love, you got love songs, and then you just got emo songs, man. Oh man, don't tell me we didn't lost Jerome. Yeah, man. He'll be back though. <laughs> He'll be back. I, I can feel it. Oh man. Oh man. Well, while we waiting. Nah, I'm not gonna tell that story. Never mind. I was about to tell the uh, personal connection of Miss Fat Booty, but I, I will not. I think, oh, I, everybody, think- I think everybody got a personal connection with Miss Fat Booty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got a personal connection with that and the remix. <laughs> really? Yeah. I was reckless. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. All right, so moving on to the next quadrant, we got the one seed Method Man featuring Mary J. Blige. All I need going up against the AC DMX. What you can't even say the whole side of what you be want from a nigga. <laughs> you know, uh, Method Man and Mary J. Blige. That was <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But 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 shout out to DMX name and like just random women's names. <laughs> Rhyming in that song? Yeah, he was. You were? Yeah, they were all rhyming. They were all rhyming. DMX. They were rhyming. Should. Samika. Okay, yeah, okay. He was at the top. <laughs> he dropped that. But yeah, I mean, everyone loved that song when it came out, too. Oh, yeah. Myself included. I didn't even mind the fact it had Cisco on the hook. <laughs> he fit, though. Even from the production. I think, uh, didn't old boy from Drew Hill do the beat? He might have. I thought. I thought really? it might have been Swiss, but that sounds like a Drew Hill sound yeah. with those guitars. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, I w- that wouldn't surprise me if, if if the producer for them did that too. But uh, but DMX, you're going down in the first round, my man. All right. You whack. You twisted. <laughs> so, yes. We got the. Yeah, go in on that boy. He did, man. He did. Like <laughs> all the hood rat chicks loved it because their name was in it, right? <laughs> so, yeah, very memorable, man. Very memorable. But going, go moving right along, man. We got uh for the four C De La Soul Hey Love versus the five C Little Brother. Whatever you say. So, um, I like. I mean, I, I like. Mm, I would go with Little Brother. Because uh, whatever you say was a uh, was a joint. I, I love the, the whole concept of the song and the joint and everything else. But I think I think more people would go with De La Soul though. So. Well, I'm going little. I'm going little brother too. I think <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I think whatever you say was just a meteor song, like yeah. lyric wise. Like, and I love De La. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I love Hey Hey Love. Like, I love that that Stevie Wonder sample that they they just mm. used like to perfection but lyrically that that little brother had me going mm-hmm. yeah that was my first exposure to little brother was that song same here that was the first lb song i heard too yeah and it i was like who who are these dudes yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i was like that was crazy and and if i had any issue with hey love it was too short yeah yeah it was only like two and a half yeah it was a- Man, so it's unanimous, man. Little brother, moves on. Yeah, whatever you say was the song that sold me on Little Brother, man. Like, yeah, like I'm like, 
man, these 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 dudes are dope. And they kind of they they and they kind of accurately let you know, you know, what kind of you know what kind of bag they were coming out of with their style, with their yeah. lyrics. Like <clears throat> they weren't overly ignorant, but they weren't like they were no mean by no means monks either. You know what I mean? Right. You know, and that's that's what I liked about them. Um, but yeah, man. So it's unanimous, man. Little brother smashes Day by Hey Love, man. All right. So next up, we got the number two CD, a tribe called Quest, Bonita Applebaum going against Biz Marky, uh, Seven C, Just a Friend. Uh huh. Tribe called Quest. It is so smooth, man. <laughs> And you, yeah. I don't know, you say you just a friend, man. I love you say you just a friend, but I think that's more of a joke. <laughs> it sounds like a joke to me. Boy, he's talking about listening to that. Boy, he's the skinny. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, that's yeah, it's, it's super playful because it's biz. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm, saying. I'm going, I'm going tribe as well. Like, Dilla, Dilla killed that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's unanimous. Tri- tribe is, uh, tribe is advancing. Biz didn't have a chance. Um, nah. All right, now it's gonna get interesting again. We got a three C Digital Underground kiss you back going up against six C The Roots The Hypnotic. Ooh, man. So one is one is a party song and one is on some chill, relaxed stuff. Give me Digital Underground. And here's how I explain it. I think The Hypnotic is a better song, but just to give Digital Underground some love, and The Roots got two other songs on the bracket. Yeah, yeah. Oh, t- <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I thought that. I'm, I'm, I don't care what you're talking about. I'm going with The Roots. <laughs> hey, man, I got to go with Digital Underground, man. I felt Kiss You Back was just like a great feel good track. From a dope, un- underrated group, man. Digital Underground was dope. The Hypnotic, I liked it, and it was a love song. But like, if I recall correctly, didn't the chick, <clears throat> didn't the chick die at the end? I don't remember that. No, I don't think she died at the end, man. It's possible. I I haven't heard that one in a while. I didn't. That was one I didn't listen to again because I I was familiar with it. Okay. Yeah. I- I'm gonna go back and listen to it because, like, because remember in the song, like, he lost. I, I thought what's the name died at the end of uh, uh, on the roots. Uh, dang, what? It's on the tip of my tongue. Where everybody? Uh, oh, you got me. You got me. Uh, what's the name died at the end of that? Well, you talking about the video though? That wasn't in the in the in the song. So that's only that's the only way I remember somebody died, but. No, no, no one died it in uh, You Got Me. Because remember in the hypnotic, he lost contact with the chick for a bit. And he right. linked up with a dude, his homeboy, who introduced him. And he broke the news to him that the chick had died or something. I, if I if I remember correctly, I'm going to have to go back. And do that does sound familiar to me now. And do some research. But I thought that was such a, you know, kind of just left field way to end the love song. Like, I mean. It's, right. It's within the, you know, it happens. I know it happens in life, but <clears throat> for them to kind of take it there like that, like, it, was, it, it, it threw you. It, they did throw you for a loop, but nevertheless, Digital Underground advances. All right, so in our next quadrant, 
Number one, we got The Root, You Got Me, featuring Erica Badu, but there's also a version featuring Jill Scott, who we, yep. who we spoke on earlier in the show. <laughs> yeah. Mic check, one, two, one, two. <laughs> man. Whoa, shit. <laughs> 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 I mean, I didn't. You know, I went to two of her concerts. I didn't see nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's, it's, it's 2018. It's all out there now. All right, we got Jeruth. You got me, featuring Erica Badu, going against the AC Master Ace. Hold you. <clears throat> oh wow. So I got I got the roots still though. That's a classic love song that everybody knows. You got me, Scott that one man like uh, I remember um, they did that um, on the CD when the Roots Live CD it just mm-hmm. came out man that, that was, that, that was I, I was like man I wish Jill Scott would did the original version she did the label label changed that seriously cause she yeah she wasn't big enough yet uh, yeah. broke bogus on that one yeah and they have broken a lot of artists on that album yeah, he's Beanie Siegel. All right, all right. So, Jamil, who you got? <clears throat> you there, Jamil? I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Who you got? I'm going with the Roots. Going with the Roots. All right. It's unanimous, man. I love Master Ace as a lyricist, but he just, him and Black Thought, it ain't even a competition, man. Nah. And I, I love Master Ace, but yeah, you got me. It's unanimous. All right, next up, we got the four seed. 50 Cent featuring Nate Dog. 21 questions. Going up against a tribe called Quest. Find a way. One question. Uh, I'm home for six months, but I don't go with a tribe called Quest. They actually have a deep lyrics in there. Like, they're lyric. Uh, they were just better lyrically. I'll tell you a question. What, you what, got? I think is, what I think is hilarious is I, I kind of messed up the last one. We were doing Benita Applebaum, and I was thinking about Find a Way. Oh wow! <laughs> However, I still would have went with Benita Applebaum over that one. I'm going with uh, I'm going with Find a Way here. Yeah, going with Find a Way too. That that's a that's a pretty slept on song in that catalog. Yeah, I you think know, it was a pretty a standout in a, in a fairly mediocre album. I didn't think that. I didn't think Love Moving was mediocre though. Like, well, compared to the other, compared to other albums. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Like, <clears throat> yeah, it didn't have the same feel as the other albums, but it was, I don't know. I, I felt it was still, like, it still delivered what I would wanted to hear from Tribe. That was a good album. It just, I mean, following, uh, what was it? Following Low End Theory. I mean, not Low End Theory. Um, uh, uh, why can't I think of it? No, it was low in theory, wasn't it? It was uh no, it was it, it came after uh Beast Rhymes and Life. Beast Rhymes and Life. Beast Rhymes and Life. It was just kind of falling down, you know what I mean? And I guess because the bar was set so high. And again, the love movement wasn't bad by any stretch. It just was a different different sound and tribe. I mean, you knew we were kinda of coming to the end as well, so Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but still yeah, still still I, I don't know. Still okay album to me. Yeah, I'll still get burned, definitely. Man, it looks like we lost Jerome again, man. It's getting tough. It's getting tough out here. Man, I, I, I hope <laughs> I hope he's able to uh, patch back in. Yeah, man. If not, we we roll. I mean, 
if it if it end up that way, it end up that way. <laughs> right, right. We got well, we got the CD apparently. The yeah, yeah we got the dilated people CD. <laughs> yeah, it's still here, man. Still sitting here on the desk. <laughs> oh, okay, cool, cool. And then you know, you never know, man. With Rodney, he he, you know, in a patch saying like an hour late. <laughs> right, right. In fact, hold on one second. Let me let me see something real quick. Dave went to go see Wreck It Ralph 2 with his fam. So, all right. Yo. Yo, yo, yeah, it kicked me out. And I'm, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a vibrator. <laughs> like, I, to... <laughs> I don't know. Hey, Wilder. <laughs> Are you going to do this to me? But we had, we had two more left in the... Um, <clears throat> Two more matchups that he has left in this quadrant. So we I'm gonna just dive right into him, man. We got the root, the silent treatment, the number two seed going against the number seven seed, J Live, like this Anna. Going silent treatment. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go silent treatment too. The J Live was just okay to me. It wasn't I actually kinda got annoyed with him saying her name over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I kinda I, it, it, the track had a nice bounce to it, but yeah, after a while, it, it does kind of you get to the point where you're just like, okay, man, wrap this up. We get it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Talk to a girl named Anna. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> like this, Anna. Right. On the wrist, Anna. I, all right, uh. <laughs> Yeah, we, we, we get it. We get it. She don't mess around, but my name is Tasha. <laughs> 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 right. You want a girl from the DMX song? <laughs> nah, wasn't no Anna on that one. No, no Anna. DMX on top of no Anna's. <laughs> nah. <laughs> and Equa maybe. <laughs> right. Uh, a couple of Tiffany's, you know. <laughs> all right, all right. So that one was was a pretty easy one. This this next one is actually pretty hard for me, man, because uh, I'm such a huge fan of both both these artists. At number three, uh, we got the Black Star uh, song, Brown Skin Lady, going against the number six seed song by Murs, The Pain. That good hair. <laughs> that alone. I like, would like him, but right. <laughs> I said, you're a moron. You're a moron. <laughs> First one in the dashiki you talking that crap. Uh, the thing about the pain, though, is that is, um, especially the first verse, it's pretty dope to, you know, to see that it, it it's not always what you think. You know what I mean? You don't always get a, you don't get the happily ever after. Yeah, that's why I love it, man. And you don't get a dude, you know, always get a dude who's terribly, terribly confident in himself. You know what I mean? Right. You know, and he just. He merged just made himself so vulnerable in that song. And the sample was dope. Sample was ridiculous. That uh stylistics. Yeah, dude. Like he oh man. Ninth killed it. That, that that's one of them tries to give you that I'm constipated face. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? After talking this through, man, I'm going with the pain. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um I don't know, man. I, I'm gonna have to go with the pain too, man. Like, like if y'all don't like the results, man, y'all should have called in. <laughs> called in. Hey, brown skin lady is a classic, but I don't have one of those. So, <laughs> oh, 
Oh yeah, you sure don't. <laughs> nah. Nah, I'm, I'm I'm more of the childish Gambino Redbone. Right, you got yeah, I was gonna say all your all your love tracks better be about Redbone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Murs advances past Black Star Brown Skin Lady. That is That's up tough. That's yes, it is. That everything else pretty much went pretty predictable, but that was a upset, man. And I think that it could have potentially gone differently with more people, but it is what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So this is what I'm going to do. We, we got our Sweet 16. So do you mind if I, if I if we do the Sweet 16 on the next podcast? That makes perfect sense because we are already we get close back. to close to the time of, of uh, where we would have to close out or getting at least close out this part of it yeah yeah so we we gonna hold off the Sweet 16 man and we've got it's gonna get interesting though man cause we've got LL Cool J's I Need Love going up against Feral Munch to Light then we're gonna have uh, the Far Side Passing Me By going up against another Far Side song Other Fish that's dope then we got Slick Rick's A Teenage Love going up against um. Oh, uh, another Slick Rick song, Mona Lisa. That is dope. I like that. That both Slick Rick and uh, and Farside got to go up against yeah, themselves. So yeah, we ain't gonna have we ain't gonna have two songs by the same artist in the final four. <laughs> right. Right. Um. Uh. Real, real quick, what I like about Teenage Love by Slick Rick, the the overall message of that song. It, it's a very emotional song, but the overall message that song is that like basically nothing lasts forever if you're a teenager like right expect some heartache expect your heart to get broken it's gonna happen you know what i mean get used to it like and and you're gonna get over it that's the thing even though it doesn't feel like it exactly yep you're gonna get over it life is gonna move on you're gonna have a change of heart or she's gonna have have a change of heart and y'all ain't gonna last it might feel like that it's gonna last forever now but you know nah you know that's that's what i like about that song yeah break dropping knowledge man and then we're gonna have common the light going against most deaths miss sadly i think that's gonna that's gonna be a good one that's a tough one that's a tough one uh, and then we gonna have Messy Man and Mary J going against Little Brother, whatever you say. I think Little Brother might go down. Um, <laughs> then we gonna have Tribe Bonita Applebum going against Kiss You Back by Digital Underground. Then we got The Roots You Got Me going against A Tribe Called Quest Find a Way. And then we gonna have The Roots Silent Treatment going against Merge the Rain. So um, that'll be our Sweet Sixteen for next time. So. Oh. Real quick, man. Since I got you, couple, couple, uh, couple of overrated, underrated. I wanted to go over. Let's do it. If you got time. All right, man. We all know what we got coming up. These these secular Hallmark holidays, man. So tell me this, man. Cranberry sauce is it overrated or underrated? You said cranberry sauce. Yes. Are we talking in the can or fresh? Either or. I think. Uh... I think in the can is overrated. Like people feel like you have to have it if you got dressing. But that fresh cranberry sauce, man, there's something to it, bro. Like <laughs> <laughs> it is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm going underrated, man. I, I eat it out the can. I eat it, eat it scratch, whatever. Like 
Like, I love cranberry sauce, man. It's like jello on steroids or something. That's really what it is. <laughs> um, all right, man. So, next up, man, the movie Lean on Me. Overrated or underrated? I'm going, man, that's tough. That's tough. I'm going underrated. That's a classic movie, man. Yeah, I'm going underrated too, man. Like, the fact that it won no awards um, when it came out, like, I don't know, man. It's just, that's just, that's just, just unbelievable to me, man. It's, that's a crime. Yeah. Quotables out of, for days without one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, just awesome film, man. Awesome film, and, and it kind of gave you a little glimpse into the school system and how it works. So, which I thought yeah. was interesting. All right, man. Next up, watching movies in 3D. Overrated. Yeah, I'm gonna go overrated, man. I'm gonna go overrated, like unless it's like especially made for that, like an Avatar type film. Like, yeah, 3D movie movies in 3D are uh, overrated. Sorry, like. I actually don't like 3D movies just as a rule. The only the only one that I've ever seen that I was like, okay, this was worth it or was dope was Avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everything else, I think I saw I think I saw the first Avengers in 3D and it was just like after a while it was just making me dizzy and then some of it wasn't rendered very well. Like, right. Like, yeah, I'm it was unnecessary. Yeah, I'm not paying an extra five bucks to three D. Sorry. All nah. right. Next up, ethnic shaving kits. <laughs> I'm gonna go underrated. Um, I know people who swear by them. Like I haven't used them, but there's enough people that I know and, and trust that you know are like, "Yo, this is this is kind of what you need." So I'm I'm here for it. I'll, I'll say underrated. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go underrated just for the fact I haven't been able to try one. Like, I've been meaning to try the bevel shaving kit. Like, I hear yeah. real bad bumps, like, under my under my jawline. And, like, you know, they say they say using them really helps, especially on our skin and dealing with our hair. <clears throat> right. And keeping your bump free. So, you know, I'm a, um, yeah, I just look forward to trying one one day. You know, they, they cost, like, $80, so... Right. That's why I haven't <laughs> I haven't dabbled just yet. <laughs> well one day. One day I will grab <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so next up. GQ magazine. Overrated or underrated? I'm gonna go underrated. It's it's got some really interesting articles. They got good writers. Um some of the stuff ain't for me personally, but I think you can uh I think you can pick up some tips in there, pro tip or two. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually started reading GQ maybe about eight, nine years ago, and um, I kind of been hooked ever since, man. Like, like I said, like some of the some of the styles they push in there are a little, you know, left field for me. But you really do get some good tips on, on not just what to wear, but how to keep keep your garments up and, and right last a long time. You know what goes with what, and you get you get some good stuff, man. You'd be surprised in there. Yeah, man. So yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go uh, underrated, man. All right, next up, oatmeal. Overrated or underrated? Underrated. Yeah. Oatmeal is fantastic. I gotta go. Yeah, I gotta go. Uh, uh, underrated, man. Like it's cheap. It, 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 if you if you really put your foot in it with the with the butter and the brown sugar and whatever else, 
it's even better. Yeah, it's, man. And it, it holds you down, man. Oatmeal holds you down, especially when you're broke. Ain't nothing else to eat now. I do it even when I'm not broke. Like, <laughs> Me too, man. Just because just I enjoy it. But especially lately, just on some, you know, trying to stay out the fast food joint. So I just make sure I have me some oatmeal, you know, ready to rock when I'm when I'm on my way to work. Yeah, same here, man. Same here. I've, I've eaten it before bed sometimes, man. I, I like the kind. I get the kind with the apples and cinnamon in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's my joints right there. Like, oh man. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. Um, la- and lastly, man, Wendy's overrated or underrated? I'm going underrated. Going underrated. I think I think Wendy's need to be up there with the McDonald's of the world. Yeah, they, their their menu is the best menu of all the burger joints. Like like I gotta say, like as far as like options um, and quality. Yeah, and quality and quality. You don't feel sick after you eat Wendy's. Like right, you, you don't feel sluggish. Like it's it's uh <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. It's I, different I, between I, real burgers and and not. <laughs> Right, right, and they got a good salad. The fries is cool. You got frosties. A lot of options. The chicken sandwiches. I actually eat the chicken sandwiches more than I eat the burger. Yeah, that spicy chicken is is probably what I have the most of. Yep, same here. That's that's, that's me and the wife's constant one, man. You already know what I want. You already know what I want. But um, but you got to go to the right one. <laughs> that's true. The Wendy's in the hood can really screw your stuff up, man. But uh, yeah, as long as you go to the, work, the the right Wendy's, you'll be you'll be doing all right. All right. So, lastly, man, the typical our, our my usual segment, uh, what you're bumping, uh, where we invite uh, each other to to share what we've been bumping for the week for the past week, and put the audience on something new, something old, and just something they ain't never heard before. So, uh, this week, man, what you been bumping? Uh, that Oxnard, that Anderson Pop. Oh, how is that? It is fantastic, bro. It is a great, great album. I mean... If you like Anderson Park, I know he's not everybody's cup of tea, but he's dope, and the album is, is dope. The features, are, um, he's got a lot of features, but they enhance more than you feel like it's a crutch. And the verse from Snoop on there, my goodness, that's like doggy style era Snoop. Oh man, man, it is. Yeah, it's a great album. Yeah, I like I like Anderson Pack like. Like when he's with other people, I don't know if I could take if I could listen to just sixty minutes of just him. Okay, uh, but I like his energy with other people. I like the way he's able to bounce off other people, and they are they're able to bounce off him. And you know, he's a very um, he's a very he's a very malleable artist. Like he will adapt to whoever he's on the track with. Right. You know so. That's the one thing I like about him. I was curious about that album and how it's going to turn out because I saw he had like Q-Tip on there, Kendrick Lamar, uh, Snoop. Pusha T was on it, Snoop. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, I was kind of curious about how that sounded, man. But you say it's pretty dope, huh? Yeah, it's dope. It's got a uh, Ninth Wonder track on there that was pretty good. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. All right, then. Well, this week, um, I've been still been bumping Jamla is the squad, too. Um, just, yeah, just, just cracking that open, man. Like, um, I'm feeling it more and more the more I bump it. Um, that Buster Rhymes track on there was... That was crazy, wasn't it? Oh, man. Like, like I didn't know Buster still had that in him. Like, I thought I thought his better days were behind him. Yeah, and he became Coke Boy Buster and, and, and Speed Rapper. Right, right, right. Like, I thought he kind of lost that, but, like, man, Buster, get, get nice to do your next album. Like, right, right. If that's how you're going to be rapping... I mean, it would be a seamless transition for him too, because he, you know, was rocking with Dilla for a while. So that that's a, a partnership that can work. I think so. I think so. Um, I think I think he's got to want to do it though. Like, yeah, I agree. He just, I don't know. I don't know what bus was on. Did you did you, <laughs> did you see that footage? <laughs> that Fifty Cent was forward in a bus, like. Like head banging on stage. Hey. Yeah, man, with his, that that big head sent him forward. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, Buster, man, you too old for this, man. You you a, you a hip hop uh, statesman, man. What you what you doing on stage? <laughs> but that's that's his, that's been his money for for twenty years. You know, high energy and wilding on stage and all that. He just toppled over like a tree, dude. It was like, oh my god! Like, man, them steroids caught up to him, Jack. <laughs> yeah, so I've been bumping Jam with the squad. I've also been bumping his Black Eyed Peas album, Masters of the Sun. Um, dude, this album is dope. I was shocked. I started listening to it. I haven't gotten all the way through it yet. I, I really only got like two tracks in, but it's it's decent. Yeah, man, it's a decent album. This is like this album. This album to me is better than um, bridging the it was yeah bridging the gap. Oh wow, that's saying something. Maybe I'm a prisoner at a moment, but like this is no doubt their best the best album they've done in a in while. Like, yeah, in years like like those albums they did with Fergie with Booty man and like and I, they I know think, it. Yeah, and they know it. I think they're a very self aware group. At least Will I Am appears to be. And like I think he's they're just kinda like this is almost like an apology to their fans, like, hey look, we we know we were on some bull, like here's a good here's Hey a good. man, we was we were chasing that money, man. They were, man. They were. You know, I shamelessly. I, yeah, yeah. And I, I I you know, I got my feelings about what they did in those years with with, 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 with when they added Fergie and you know, change their whole style, style up. But like, if you're giving me good hip hop right now, then hey, whatever. I'm That's cool. It. You just, you know, you ain't got to listen to the other ones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I trust me. I skipped all of those. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I did. You know, I take that back. I think I did buy Elephant because, like, I remember it, it, the, the the cat wasn't out the bag yet on how much they had fallen off, falling off. Yeah. When the album first dropped, and I remember looking at the cover, like I got peed. They got a chick in the room now, like, <laughs> like I was like, uh, well, their last two albums were okay. Like, like how bad can it be? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's bad, and then it gets worse. Yeah, it got worse after that, man. Like, man, I put that album on. I'm like, what is going on? Like, oh my god! But yeah, they 
they they they back in they they back on their square right now, man. I, I gotta give it to them, man. They they sound like the old Black Eyed Peas. You know, I'm there for that, it. That's a rare thing to do. And, and the last thing I've been bumping, man, um, Mr. Lift and La Orange, um, the life and death of scenery. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe like two years ago, but it's like a concept album, but dope, dope album. Very brief album. It's less than 30 minutes. If you haven't checked it out, check it out, man. Check it out. Um, if you're into Lift, either one of those dudes, Mr. Lift or, or uh, La Orange. <laughs> dope dope material all right man so um that will wrap it up that'll wrap it up for the show like i said next week we'll get into our sweet 16 and then i'm gonna throw i'm gonna throw some other topics on too i'm thinking about doing this dave Chappelle thing next week though man you you think you think we could we could crowbar it in i think that's too much for for one episode because that's gonna that's gonna require a lot of discussion yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It just might, it just might. So I'll figure some other br- more brief topics to, to, to throw in for next week uh, as we knock out the rest of this bracket. But man, bro, always appreciate uh, you, you uh, uh, co-pilots in the helm. No and, doubt. You know, we 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 had some some brothers. Well, a few of our co-hosts had some prior engagements. You know, uh, at work or with the family, whatever the case may be. But we definitely gonna uh, look forward to catching y'all on the next one and um, and finishing up the bracket and tackling some more topics. And um, we gonna get it in on the next one. Yep. All right, Jamil, I bid you adieu and a good night. And uh, yeah, we gonna get it in on the next one, man. Peace. 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 Peace.